it's Leela and Danny and today we're reading 101 Dalmatians friends to the rescue in the townhouse in London there lived two dogs named Pongo and Perdita who loved each other very much their human pets Roger and Anita had a cheerful housekeeper named Nanny who lived with them too they were all very happy together Everyone got excited when they learned Perdita was expecting puppies. Fifteen puppies! Roger exclaimed on the stormy October night they were born. Pongo beeped. He was filled with pride and love. Outside, lightning flashed and thunder roared. Boom! Suddenly, the front door swung open, revealing a tall, thin woman wrapped in an enormous fur coat. She was Carilla DeVille, an old classmate of Anita's. She had heard that the puppies were on the way and had come to buy them. She stroked her fur coat and grinned evilly. I'll take them all, she cried. The whole litter. Pongo barked. He didn't like Corella at all. He decided his puppies would never belong to her. I'm afraid we can't give them up, Anita told her. Corella glared at Roger and Anita and pulled out her checkbook and pen. Don't be ridiculous. I'll pay you twice with the words. She shook the pens so hard that ink flew all over Roger and Pongo. Roger was annoyed. With Pongo by his side, he declared, We are not selling the puppies. Cruella stormed out the door. I'll get even. Just wait. You'll be sorry, you fools. Weeks passed, and the puppies grew strong and healthy. Each night, Patch, Lucky, Rolly, and the others snuggled while Pongo and Perdita took their pets for a walk. One night, while Pongo and Pongo, Perdita, Roger, and Anita were out. Two evil men named Jasper and Horrence went to the Dalmatian's home. They pushed past Nanny and stole the puppies. Please help! cried Nanny. When she realized what had happened, it was no use. The police couldn't find the puppies, and when Roger and Anita returned, they were horrified. They didn't know what to do. It's all up to us, Pongo told Perdita. Roger and Anita were only human after all. The Dalmatians declared to use twilight bark. One dog would howl a message, and the next dog would pass it along, and so on. It was the quickest way for dogs to send dudes across the country. Next night, Pongo Perdita led Roger and Anita to the top of a windy hill in the park. Pongo barked and barked, sending news about the stolen puppies. There was no answer. I'm afraid it's too cold, Perdita said shivering there's no one out tonight and then in the distance a faint bark sounded danny the great dane had heard the news 15 dalmatian puppies stolen it was an all dog alert soon the news spread to dogs all over the city to a scottish terrier in the street to an afghan in the window to a poodle in a fancy car from pet shops to homes from rooftops to alleyways the dogs of london passed the message along they would do whatever they could to find the missing pups. The barking reached the edge of London, and beyond a grassy knoll passed a long, wide creek, and a dog named Towser listened. Then he barked the message to a nearby farm. Inside the barn, a sheepdog named the Colonial picked up his ears. Fifteen spotted pu- puddles stolen, he told his friend, a cat named Sergeant Tibbs. Two wolves, one yip, and a wolf. It sounds like puppies, not puddles, the cat said. Then Tibbs remembered he heard barking at the old DeVille place two nights ago. The missing puppies had to be there. The colonial and Tibbs snuck over an abandoned castle and spotted the pups. 
one, two. Tibbs began to count, and the 15 Stolies puppies were there, along with 84 others. Cruella DeVille had gotten Jasper and the Horace to kidnap Dalmatian puppies so she could use them to make fur coats. The colonial barked news that he'd found the missing puppies to Towser, who sent it to Danny, who howled to Pongo and Perdita. Though the puppies have been located somewhere north of here, the Great Dane told them. I'll go along with you as far as Camden Road. Together, they traveled to the city's edge. The Great Dane pointed the way. Contact old Towser. He'll direct you to the Colonial, and the Colonial will take you and your puppies at, at the DeVille place. DeVille? Pongo and Perdita exclaimed. They knew they had to get their puppies quickly. Cruella was not to be trusted. Pongo and Perdita plodded through the snow. After a while, they met Towser and then headed toward the Colonial. Meanwhile, inside the DeVille place, Sergeant Tibbs were helping the puppies uh, escape. They hurried through the hole in the wall and down some steps. The pups hid under the stairs, but soon Horace and Jasper discovered them. As the evil men crept towards the puppies, Pongo and Perdita crashed through the window. The dogs had bared their teeth, leapt onto Cruella's thugs, and the men fell on the floor. Sergeant Tibbs led the puppies back to the colonial's barn, while Pongo and Perdita fought Jasper and Horace. Soon, the puppies were reunited with their parents. Pongo nuzzled them. Is everybody here? He asked. Now there's 99 of us, cried Patch. Pongo and Perdita decided to take all 99 pups back to London and keep them safe from Cruella. But they'd have to move quickly to stay ahead of her. We'd better run for it, said Pongo. How can we ever repay you? Perdita asked Sergeant Tibbs and the Colonial. All in the line of duty, the Colonial replied. The Dalmatians scampered away just as the thugs arrived at the barn. The journey was difficult. The puppies kept slipping off the ice. It was very cold, and London was far away. I'm tired. I'm hungry. My tail is frozen, Lunky whimpered. He sat down, unable to go any further. Pongo lifted his son by the scruff of his neck, but he made... Per- but he and Perdita couldn't carry all of the pups. How would they make it? Just then, a collie ran up to the Dalmatians. Pongo, he said. We have shelter for you. The dogs from the Twilight Bark had come up with a plan. The collie led the Dalmatians to a dairy farm where friendly cows provided milk, and the puppies rested in the soft hay. The collie even brought them some table scraps to eat. This might hold you until Dinsford, he said. There's a Labrador here. Perdita yawned, and the animals had been so helpful. I don't know. I don't know what we have done if... She trailed off, already asleep. The next morning, Cruella joined the search for the puppies. By the time the Dalmatians reached Dinsford, she and Horace and Jasper weren't far behind. Pongo and Perdita led the puppies to a blacksmith's shop where the, a Labrador was waiting. The van down the street. It's going to London, the Labrador said. Pongo and Perdita were delighted. That meant they wouldn't. That meant they wouldn't be able to ride. The, that meant they would be able to ride the rest of the way home. Just then, Cruella's car screeched to a stop next to the van. Pongo and Perdita didn't know how they'd be able to get the puppies in the truck without Cruella noticing them, until Patch and Lucky rolled past, covered in soup from a fireplace. Pongo gazed at the pups. Then he jumped into the suit, turning himself brown from head to tail. Look, I'm a Labrador! One by one, the puppies dove 
into the ashes. Soon they were completely covered. They trotted inside and got into the truck, right under Cruella's nose. She was looking for the Dalmatians, not Labradors. But just as Pongo rounded up the last of the puppies, some snow fell onto one of them. The soot came off, revealing white fur. Cruella could tell the puppy was a Dalmatian. After them! She shouted. The thugs leaped forward, but the Labrador raced up, growling. And the men stopped in their tracks, leaving Pongo enough time to grab the last puppy before the truck left for London. Cruella left after the moving van, trying to run it off the road. Horace and Jasper sped toward it, too, but the driver turned just in time. Crash! Cruella's car coiled with the thug's truck. They they current. They careened out of control, rolling over the side of the hill. You idiots! You fools! Cruella screamed at, as the Dalmatian's truck drove to London. Before long, Pongo and Perdita brought the puppies to their townhouse. Roger and Anita were delighted to see them, and Nanny helped dust them off. All 101 Dalmatians were safe at home with their pets, and it was all thanks to the friends they'd met along the way. Thanks for listening to... The 101 Dalmatians. Next week, we'll read Dumbo Takes Flight. Yay!